Uh, my name is Jim Collins, and I'm joined here by uh, fresh off uh, Sunday request by Tom Handley. Good afternoon again, Tom. Hey, good afternoon, Jim, and to all our listeners out there. And we, yeah. we're going to have a look back. Uh, we don't have the sports crew in today. They're exhausted after uh, such a weekend. Um, but we do have a few reports on the line. So uh, we're joined first, I hope we're joined on the line, by uh, Danny Chaplin. Danny, good afternoon to you. Afternoon, Jim. How are things, Danny? Uh, I, I, a bit disappointing, I suppose, yesterday, Danny, for Broadford, beaten by Bellier, one twenty-two to 13 points. Yeah, it was, it was a disappointing outcome, um, I suppose, for 35, 40 minutes. We kind of stayed with them. It was dead. In the first half, uh, Bellier got the top. There were seven points up at half time. And then the first 10 minutes of the second half was probably Broadford's best period, and we had, a, we had back to three points, um, where it was 13 uh, 10, and uh, sorry, 16 13. And at that stage, um, we had a free to actually reduce the, the, to, the lead to two points. And there was a hold up and play and we have young free tech and he was standing over the ball as well for maybe three minutes and it was a relatively straightforward free. But anyway, we missed the free and I don't know, from then on we just, we, we, we were lifeless in the last 15 minutes of the game, Tony Kelly and Niall Deasy just showed why they're the class that they have and I mean, between the two of them, they scored nine points in that last 15 minutes unanswered by Bradford, and we, we literally fell away completely, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. The scoreline, I think it, it, it was probably a true reflection of the game. They were a good bit, many were a good bit better than us, and that's the disappointing aspect of it. Last year, we played them in the first round, and there was only two points in it, you know, and we had chances all through last year. Yes. Yeah, and we would have felt, you know, we have lots of devices, they have a lot of work done, they have a lot of training and a lot of matches played, and they would have felt that they were even ahead of last year. Yes, yeah. Because, you know, the performance, when you when your performance lets you down like that, then it can be very disappointing, you know. I know, I know. And is there is there something to take from the from the game, do you think, Danny, from the Broadford point of view, uh, well, of a positive well, note? Yeah, there is, because, look at... Bellier are, are an unbelievable team at the moment and they have Tony Kelly in the form he was in yesterday. It's just, you know, he was probably unmarkable yesterday. Um, yeah. yeah, I think he ended up with seven points from play and maybe one from a free and he was just, he was all over the place. Um, when, you have, when you're coming up against that when he's in that form, it's, it's going to be hard for any team, not alone a, a smaller team like that. But, but the positive to take out of it was that the last 10 minutes of the first half and the first 10, 10 12 minutes of the second half, when we went direct and we took them on and, you know, we got ball into our inside province and we caused them a few problems. Yes. Uh, there was a good battle between Stefan McMahon now and Paul Flanagan. It was a, it was a good battle, you know. There, 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 there was 50-50 now, I would say. Young McMahon, got, he got two good points from playoff him and... They ended up having a, a, a right tussle the whole the whole way through the game, you know. And yes. There's, there's a few things there from Bradford. I think it is the first round. They've three more games. We're in a group of five. We've three more games. If we win the three them, we're going to be in the same position as Bellier afterwards, you know. Yes, and of course Clare Castle and the Mills drew today. So um yeah. and that was the Mills the Clare Castle where both of them wanted really wanted a, a victory after last weekend. The did, I suppose, you know, it, it, it kind of, a draw might have been a great result for either team. You know, when you mm. lose the first round, you need a victory the second round to, mm. to have any hope of, of making the quarterfinals. Yes, it, it leaves the group very open, Denny, doesn't it? It does, it does. Well, I think Bellier are going to, to go through the group unbeaten. Yes. And it's going to be, then, you know, Krakow, Bradford, Mills and 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 Kattis, whoever's going to win three of those games. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and right now there's nothing between any of those four teams. I think they'd be very very evenly matched. If you take Bellier out of the group, it's a very even group. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's still not there for for Bradford. I, I think uh, we have cracked on on in two weeks' time. So that would be a huge game, and you know it is. It's one we look forward to and just hope we. I, I know my own, like Carl, it's gone now. He tore his hamstring yesterday, so he will be lost. But 
Look, we have some young friends. We have young King Clemens is coming back from a crucial injury. He should be fit for the next day, which will be his first game in 12 months. You know, that, things like that are a plus as well. You know? I know, I know. Well, listen, Danny, we'll leave it at that. Many thanks for covering the game for Scarif Bay Community Radio. And uh, you, we obviously wish Broadford the best of luck in two weeks' time against Gratlow. Um, and hopefully that the, the East Clare teams will all survive that group. Hopefully, and, and hopefully it will be a better weekend for East Clare than this weekend. There were some bad results for us, for all East Clare this weekend, I think. There was indeed, yeah. We, we covered the, the Whitegate-Newmarket game yesterday. And uh, knowing how much a Newmarket fan you are, uh, Danny. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, yes. But, uh, I, I actually, I turned it off at halftime, Jim. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> Leo will be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose the, the, the sending off really after half time, you know, I don't think, I think the result would probably be have gone that way anyway, but it, it kind of yes. magnified I, maybe I, the difference between the two teams. I was actually talking to an American man this morning, and I was at the, up in Carlo, and that's an under six blitz, would you believe? It was, it was, it was, a, it was a, a great morning. It was, yes. it was over 400 kids playing in. in, in all around the fields of Carroll Owen and it was a great thing but I, he said the very same thing there was, there was nothing in the game really until the white cornerback was sent off and yes yeah. just the market kind of took over from them you know and it was unfortunate because I mean Ruben is is not you know is a very clean player but it's the, yeah, sec- yeah. It's the second yellow and I suppose it was just a, an unfortunate tackle that, that he made so the ref probably yeah. had no choice yeah anyway yeah. Okay, Danny, listen, we look forward to seeing you back in studio again. Uh, Leo is off this evening and Pat, so I'm sitting in the hot seat. So listen, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, Danny. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay, God bless Thanks, now. Bye, bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. That was Danny Chaplin there uh, reporting for us on uh, the match between uh, yesterday evening, Bellier and uh, Broadford, 122 for Bellier, 13 uh, points for Broadford, but I suppose Tom, you know, the, the Bellier, the, they have Tony Kelly, which is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is absolutely massive. And when he's on song, you know, yeah. he's is it unmarkable? Absolutely unmarkable. Yeah. He's unmarkable yeah. nearly at inter-county level, or at least it takes the best hurlers in the country to. Interesting keep how he was saying that Broadford had a young free taker, and he was sitting waiting because there was a stoppage in play for three minutes over what should be a scoreable free. Yes, little yeah. things can swing games. Little things. Look, can at, look swing at the football games. final last weekend. Yes. You know, that free that's you know, right the 67th yeah. minute Gondra did nothing after that no yeah. no it does and I, you, you could see even yesterday we yeah. were ta- I know we'll have Leo on later on talking about the the match the, the Whitegate match but yeah. you could see Whitegate heads go down yes, yes. Do you know it was a yeah. blow to them like they had a number of blows Brendan Bugler couldn't start and then Tom Holland came on or started and was playing well and then he got injured and Brendan came on so there were a number of you know factors but hopefully Whitegate can get over it and uh, yeah. tear on, on their day they're good <laughs> oh gee on their day and when their back's against the wall I'll tell you <laughs> okay so listen that's uh, that's uh, our thanks to Denny again and uh, we'll continue with a little bit of music here we're um, we're live at uh, the Scarif Harbour Festival we're here in the uh, our studio the dead centre of Scarif uh, Long's ex-funeral parlour Former Dead Centre of Scarlet. Former Dead Centre of Scarlet. And we'll continue on. Uh, and uh, we have uh, on the line, hopefully on the line from Killaloo, is a uh, member of our sports team here, Brendan Foley. Brendan, good afternoon to you. How are you, lads? Good. We, have, um, we had Denny on a few minutes ago talking about... Um, the, the Broadford Bellier game yesterday, Brendan, but uh, the, the, I suppose the, the result was equally disappointing from the point of view of, uh, of our colleagues and neighbours here at Smith O'Brien's. Yeah, I suppose um, it was probably a, a bad weekend for East Clare clubs in, in, in the senior grade, but, um, you know, I suppose coming into the match, you know, we, we, were, we trained well. Um, really looking forward to this bus getting up to senior after an intermediate last year and both when you when you when you come to the top table you want to have your full complement and we're sort of dealt a bit with the last of John Cusick and Carl Stretch they'd be yes. three 
big players for us and you know yeah. and of course Mike um, Goff is one of your players on the intercounty panel in, in with he, Brian Lohan he is, yeah. he is yeah he is he'd be a big player for us you know so like we knew we knew uh, the hand that we were dealt with and we prepared for it but like you know I suppose on the match itself we were we were a point up at half time um, doing a good bit of the hurling uh we felt maybe we should have been three or four pints up really with a chance to go three up with a free misters. Um now conditions were tough, which was the same for both teams. It was a wet day below. Um never stopped rain and the pitch was greasy, but you know, as, as I said, it's the same for both teams and like you know, uh we, we came out in, in the second half we were a pint up at half time. <clears throat> you know, we as we said Twelve months ago, would you have taken the first round of the senior championship and be a pint up at half time with the chomped at the bit for it and, and like you know, but in fairness to Wolf Tones, they probably showed their their experience and their class and like, you know, thought you know, Garmin really stormed into it in midfield and Hayes started in dictating the game at centre back and Billy Connors was really, really on fire from yesterday as well, like you know, and Probably when we sit down and analyse the match ourselves and we were just having a quick chat about it after the match, you know, you get away with things maybe at intermediate level when you make a mistake further up the field, but we were really punished. Definitely for two goals, we felt like, you know, there, there were mistakes that we made ourselves individually by players that, you know, you probably would have got away with on another day. Yes. But when you're up against the senior boys, those mistakes are really punished. And look... It's, there's no finger pointing. It's it's um it's just I suppose when you're at senior level, you're really punished that uh, when you make a mistake, and that's what we felt that. And if we could just cut those out, you know, it might have been a lot closer. Like you know, I know. And I, uh, just looking at uh, the other results, we say Aini Kilimona beat Crushin by six points. So. Um, you know, there. I suppose that's what your next target would be now. One of those to um, at least get points on the board. Well, I suppose you know when 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 you come in, now we're playing nine kill the morning next, and they were in the county final last year, so it's not getting any easier. You know what I mean? As if it was going to get any easier. But yes, you know we've we've two weeks now to prepare. Um, we'd be hoping to get some of the injured players off the treatment table and back onto the field. Um, and like you know, these are the games you have to look forward to. These yes. Are who who are you playing next, Brendan? I don't have the fixtures in front of me. Aina Kilnamona will yes. play next. Okay. You know, and they're 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 county finalists from last year and they're probably on a lot of people's lips maybe to go one one step further this year with now that they have um uh Aidan McCarthy back probably, you know, he'll be easing his way back into into the championship like and um And he'll be know, fresh he, too. Yeah, he, uh, he was a big He'll be fresh, exactly. You know, he'll be he'll be chomping at the bit, like you know, to get to get get action. So, like, um, yeah, we have two weeks now to get ready for that, and uh, you know, we we'll train now. We we we, we give the boys a break. You'll probably see them up around Scarif at the Harbour Festival. Yes, <laughs> letting the hair down. That's not harm either. Like, no, you know I mean? absolutely not. Yeah, couple of months. So, like, we told them going away for the weekend and, and, and enjoy themselves and we'll go back into the field training and choose our wins and ice and uh, yeah we'll prepare for Ionic in the morning you know they're, they're a serious outfit like you know they have good few inter-county players David Fitzgerald there as well who had an outstanding year for Clare yes you know yeah. probably in line for an all-star and deservedly so so like you know um, as I said it won't get any easier but uh they're the games that we we're, we're, we 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 look forward to. And I suppose overall, Brendan, it wasn't a great day for East Clare teams yesterday. No, you know, um, probably one surprising one for me was the was the um, was the the Fecal game and the bridge. I thought that would be a lot closer. Yes. You know, Fecal have been making great strides. You know, I know they had a couple of injuries coming in, and and when you lose a few players like that, it can sort of disjoint the team a small bit and especially if you're having a big squad yes. you know that's that's where the bridge are able to probably 
have a step on a lot of a lot of East Clare teams really I suppose when you sit down and look at it yeah and I know you've often mentioned that when you've been in studio with the lads Pat and Leo that it's one of the things like Fecal have have a very very good team and a couple of subs but after that then as you say they're they're not um, they haven't got strength and depth which which you need I suppose to to seriously attack a senior championship you do when you're, when you're especially senior championship like you know what I mean you might get away at intermediate level with maybe a good 15 and 2 or 3 subs to carry you over but when you're up at senior level you need to have 6 or 7 players there 8 players off your bench that you can pull from to try to cover all positions like you know what I mean yes. between defence and attack and, and if you don't have that quality in debt like you know if you get an injury did off your main 15 and Say in even when they went to full fifteen, you got an injury in the day. Like you know, it's just disjoint things, and that's where the the big clubs have the have probably have the march on on a, on, a, on a lot of teams. Like you know, he's got strength and depth, and like that's you know, we're probably used to it down here. Like you know, yes. <laughs> but it's 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 um it's it's something that like you know, clubs in East Clare will have to try, and they are like you know, in fairness, the the underage structures that are put in place, and you're trying to get fellas underage or young fellas 17, 18 into your squad and building them we have pulled about four or five legs from the under 17 squad last year they actually scarred for going to beat in the semi-final yes and you know we, we have them in our Sweden squad but they're just not ready yet I know you know yeah. it, it, and um, like we give them runs in the Clare Cup try to push our championship is another level again and Look, we'll we'll get game time into them, but yeah. when you come up against a very experienced side of Wolf Tones, like with a lot of a lot of inter county players, and they're they're a senior club there for many years, and you know they were missing Shanahar as well yesterday, and Dara Lohan, but they still had enough quality to come in and and, and do the yeah. job. But it's you know, it's no the three boys. I mean, it's no joke as as Gareth found out last year and and you know Smith Browns this year and it's no joke to come up from intermediate and and go into senior and and try and hold your own there, which is what really I suppose you know you want to do to make sure that you consolidate your position as a senior yeah. club. Yeah, like you know, I think Tom could nearly answer this. But I think in Galway, when you win your intermediate championship, when you go up senior you're allowed a year's grace there. And I think it's actually a great idea, you know, because when you go up to senior, it, it is a big jump. It is a big jump. Like, and you see the results of, you know, teams there that go up and down. Some can seesaw up and seesaw down. Like, you know, if you can get a year's grace up there where you can get up to the speed of it, you know, and see what it's about, learn, because you, you, you basically you have three games, four games, and that defines your status really it does, whether yeah. you're a senior or an intermediate club like you know so I think Galway have it right in the sense that if you go up uh, you have a year's grace there and you know 12 months up there and, and then when you if you can blood a few fellas into it as well that can help a club for the second year like you know so I think maybe it might might be worth something looking at maybe down the road but at the moment, there's two teams facing relegation, so I don't think that'll be in anyone's worries. No, not for the moment, anyway, for the next two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're right, Brendan, that uh, you know a, a new senior club should be given a chance just to settle, give them a grace period anywhere of the year, you know, just give them a chance to find their feet there, you know. Yeah, yeah I think oh, it's funny that, a big step, like, yeah. that you mentioned that, Brendan, when. Tom, if I'm correct, when Scarif Ogunlo went up senior, yeah, uh, I think they got that grace period uh, that the, you couldn't be relegated the first year. And I mean, look what they've gone on to achieve. So it does, you yeah. know, there's there's for certainly a, a case. For us. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. Anyway, listen, Brendan. Yeah, you know, uh, so. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Just as you mentioned, there, Ogunlo. Yeah. Uh, congrats to them too um, on on a, on a great win the weekend. But just before we finish, Jim. Uh, on behalf of Smith O'Brien's club, I'd like to um, pass on our condolences to the Lucknan family below in in, in O'Halloran family below in Wolftones. Uh, there's Barry Lucknan. He there's sad news that his wife passed away yesterday. A yes. very young woman with a very young family, and uh, from from you could feel the the hurt and the pain when the players come off the field when they heard the news. Yes, and uh, you know from from uh, you know we talk about hurling matches and the whole lot but I know Wolf Tones will rally below behind 
the Lochdan and 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 the Holland family, and from here in Smith O'Brien's, we'd like to pass on our our condolences to uh, all the family and the club down there. Okay, thank you very much, Brendan, and and we join with you in that. Yeah, Brendan, it just puts things in perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, it does indeed. It does indeed. Okay, Brendan Foley, a member of not just our sports team here, but the Clare Camogie uh, management team as well. Many thanks, Brendan, and we look forward to seeing you back up here again before too long. Brendan, th- many no. thanks. No problem at all. Let's take care. God okay. bless. Okay, God bless. Okay. No, bye. Bye-bye. No, that was Brendan Foley there, Brendan reporting on the other game. So it's an interesting point, though, he was making, Tom. I didn't realise that happens in yeah, Galway. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Uh, he, I'd forgotten about it, but it's, it's, it's true, all right. You know, but it does give clubs a chance to just settle in. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm joined in the line now by Pat O'Brien. Uh, Pat, who is a regular... Uh, volunteer here on Scarlet Bay Community Radio, but had uh, several games to to um, follow up for for the last couple of days. Uh, Pat, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Jim. Pat, uh, I suppose you're. We started the game. You're on your way home from a match at the moment. Yeah, I was in Clarkestle there, Jim. Uh, well, kind of have to be and trouble working and take a round with the intermediate championship. Um, trouble had a big win. Uh, they won a two, uh, three twenty-eight to fifteen points. Yes. Okay. Just two, just two fourteen to eight at halftime in favour of Tuba. Yes. Just even enough, just even enough up to up to up to the break. Uh, uh, but Tuba got two goals just before the, the halftime break. They got two goals in speed quick succession. So yes, they, they pulled away again in the second half of minutes. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it's and I suppose I mean it's Tuba's first team like and it's only two years ago since they contested the final of the intermediate championship. So um, yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas so it's it's your second yeah, yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, so, uh, you, were, you were in Cusick Park earlier today. I was. Okay, let's finish up there in Tarkestle in the in the second round of the senior, and uh, it was a very close kind of an even uh, start of the game. Uh, it was uh, nine points to seven at half time uh, with Tarkestle in the lead. Um, Opera's come out in and they got a goal and. Uh, they went. They were, they were four ahead. It was even enough right up to the end, but they went four ahead with two minutes, two or three minutes to go. Yes. And uh, we had to close it out, but um, they tested inside the bar was down with wide, and there was really no need for one of our wrestlers to follow it. But I was at a clip, I was at actually still very, very, he got a three anyway, and they got a goal off it. Yes. The 21 and uh, they got a pint in to, to level it, so I finished 114 each. Yes. So I suppose it's. I, I suppose from the point of view of both teams, um, and both teams lost the first round, so they needed something in the second round. So I suppose whether a point each, you know, at least it's better than a defeat. I suppose, uh, Pat, and uh, at least it gets you on the board. Yeah, it's a, it's a, bit, it's a bit better than a, it's a bit better than a defeat. But anyway, just. We see how they go. They have two more games. I have two more games against one against Bradford and another uh, against against um, against Cracklow. So uh, yeah. they, they have no game. They have no game though for a month. I think they have they have a bye the next next time around, and uh, they have no game for a moment. So they can have plenty time for prepare. Yes. Well, we had Denny on earlier, um, just to, and he was reporting on the Smith O'Brien's game, and and he mentioned as well. In his opinion, he said Bellier would probably top the group, win all their games, and with he said the other four teams are very even, and uh, you know it's it's very hard to say who's going to um, go up with Bellier and who's going to have to fight for relegation. Yeah, it looks like that, Jim. That um, yeah, it looks like that. That the league will will hit the roof, and that 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 was the the other four teams have to do the best that out, really. Yes. Yeah. But so it's uh, should be out in a couple more weeks anyway. It will indeed. It will indeed. And I suppose in a in a weekend that that wasn't great for most East Clare teams, uh, at least the Mills put something on the board yesterday. Um, you were you yeah. also saw Fecal and Smith O'Brien's this morning or today earlier I was, today. I was in yeah. Uh, I was all one way traffic. It was eighteen points to five at half time. Really. Uh, just completely one 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 way traffic. One thirty one to thirteen points in favour of Six Mile Bridge, and uh, they, they they really wanted to pull it out. Yes, you know, yeah. there was no real no real excitement to it. 
I know, I know. Yeah, and it's it's it, it's such a contrast, really, from last week in when in a commentary game that we had, where it was, it was such an exciting yeah. finish with with yeah. Fiekel, with with um, uh, what is it, yeah. um, Young Ben getting the ball over the bar in injury time to to yeah, to yeah. take the win. Yeah, well, they didn't, they, they didn't look uh, they didn't look anyway anyway competitive at all today. They were they were way they were way over the. Um, uh, they only five points at half time, and I think two or three or four of them are from three. So, uh, you know, they, they, uh, so they, were, they, were, they were poor now, even, even if they were well beaten, they were poor as well, like, you know. I know, yes, yeah. Well, I yeah. suppose, I mean, so, going up against, you know, the more than Broadford uh, yesterday, going up against um, Six Mile Bridge is a tall ask for anyone, yeah. but I suppose you try and yeah. put, put a competitive, uh, you know, have a competitive approach to try and uh, at least uh, put the best foot forward. Yeah, the bridge, actually the bridge, the bridge will be one of the favourites to win it, like, you know, them, themselves and, and, and Betty, probably the, the day there about the, one, the two favourites. Yes. Yeah. So, That's... Should, should, yes, Harry Pat, go on. Should we all, should we, should we all really, uh, uh, should we all uh, stay up with us in the next two weeks and we'll see how, where, where we're all... Up, so. I know. Well, next weekend is football, of course. So the, the yeah, next weekend is football. So the 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 following weekend again, you'll be back to Holland. Yes. So hopefully, anyway. Listen, we don't want. Uh, we 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 hope, we hope next weekend is a better weekend for all East Clare teams. And uh, and I suppose the Mills, you know, with with new management in place, uh, we'll say after last weekend, uh, I suppose having a break, maybe Pat, won't be such a bad thing. I don't know. At least I might get a bit of bit of bit of uh, a bit of training, a bit of coaching, in, and uh, once they, you know, I think they're going to buy. They even have a buy. I think in two weeks' time. So yes. there is no game for four weeks. So I think that there's you know that they might be able to get a bit of work in and and. and with the, with the coach and that's yeah well, well to give an upper chance for the new management to, to get their say yeah. in and to you know yeah, yeah, do yeah. What, what whatever the, the management think is is something that they can that will improve and, and that will you know going forward will will produce results yeah. hopefully hopefully and as long as we don't as we could keep, keep our relegation we, we wouldn't mind too much no <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. I suppose there's, a, and as we said earlier, there's a good few teams in East Clare um, for 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 that, isn't there at the moment? Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you'd be looking at. Uh, yeah, people have to say who is the fight team they're going for the market, and yeah. uh, they'll be two tough games for them because they'll be all back and they'll be all back and to to for places and they'll be back and for. Uh, Give the relegation. So, well, Fiekel and Whitegate yeah. will be will be a do or die struggle for both teams, really, won't it? Really, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Pat. Yeah. Listen, many thanks uh, for for joining us this evening and for giving us a report on the various games, uh, even if they didn't all go your way. But um, hopefully, that uh, in two weeks' time um, we'll have we'll have more to report and brighter things, maybe for for some of the teams, anyway. And we're a bit on those. Exactly. Okay, Pat, yeah. many thanks. Uh, I should okay, thank God bless now. Bye, bye, yeah, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. So that was Pat O'Brien there, Pat from uh, uh, the media show and various other programs that he does on uh, Spencil Hill, for example, on Scarif Bay Community Radio. So we'll, um, we'll get Leo Doyle shortly for a kind of a, an overview of. I know that uh, Bodike were playing Aina Kilnamona today, and uh, I know Leo was at that, and uh, he'll give a kind of his view, I suppose, on other games that uh, t- took place over the weekend. So, while we're uh, waiting, why not have a little bit of status quo and uh, what you're proposing? Well, that's a status quo there and uh, what you're proposing. And uh, I suppose a man who is often, has often bopped around to the music of status quo is Leo Doyle. Leo, uh, you're welcome to Sports Roundup here, uh, live from the Green and the Harbour Festival in, uh, on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Good evening, Jim. How are you doing? And uh, thanks for. I don't know much about status. I don't know much about it and status quo, Jim. But uh, we are, I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see um, you're one of the only men that I know spent 
time in a, in a funeral parlor and came out and came out smiling. <laughs> well, we've spent the weekend here um, on in the funeral parlor and we're delighted with the, the Long family for, for allowing us to use it because it's been absolutely brilliant and we have a, a good view of everything that's going on here. And, uh, and the weather has brightened up today considerably, Leo. Oh, some change from, from some time from yesterday, Jim. You know, the, the conditions were horrendous. You're not, I suppose, you're very poor for, for, for hurling. And, you know, it's just real Irish summer weather with the championship starting and the, the day you had. And look at the day you have today, you know, compared. I think a lot of the lads uh, that played yesterday would be envious of the boys that went out today, even though, you know, it's very, very hot. But, uh, you know, we have yeah. better conditions to get to get better games. Well, you were today, you were at uh, Bodaik, um against Ina Kilimona. Leo, in the Intermediate Championship. So maybe we'll start with that one. Yeah, I was at the break in, a, in, in, a, in the morning game. A very good game. Now, uh, Jim, to be quite fair, ended in a draw, 216 to 22 points. It was a game that could have gone e- either way. You know, there was nothing more than uh, two, two or three points in the difference at any at any, at any any time, you know. But I suppose um, at the end of the day, Ina Kilnamona, you know, got the goals, you know, that, that, that made the, you know, kept the, any time but I kind of got ahead, they came, you know, they, they were never going away and the goals kept them in touch, you know, but a high scoring game and, you know, I suppose looking at the, but I, but I, there's like, the, they scored 22 points, but 10, one man in particular scored 10 points from play in, in, in Patrick Fischel, the corner forward, yes. you know, a tremendous individual display from, from him, you know, Shawnee Dyle at centre forward got uh, five from play and two from freeze. But uh, other than Thomas Minogue getting getting um, a point, you know, from play, the other forwards failed to failed to show anything really. Do you know what I mean? And Thomas Wiley midfield, two, three of the other points came from two from uh, centre back and captain uh, Sean Wiley, and the other came from a corner back with Anna Dyle knocking over a point. You know, and yes. you know, both team both teams will claim that they, they you know they could have won it and they could have won it. You know, because Ina came back. And gathered, got the last two points. And one man that was a real thorn in the in in the bright side was the wing forward uh, uh, Shane Vaughan, a uh, big tall man playing wing forward, a man who came very close, I believe, to playing for Ina Kilimanjaro senior team last night. Yes. You know, but uh, it didn't matter who went on him today. Just he, he was just on fire, winning. He was just winning puck outs and then off the ball. You know, but a very good, very good game. You know, and you know Ina Ina had chances towards the end. You know, Shams Quigley made a couple of good saves. Maybe he might be disappointed with. The second goal that beat him at the far post, but other than that, he made some good good saves, you know. But you know, with that group that's in it, and um, we could just play some Tiernan Stathry, Cormac Tracy as well, you know. And of course, the aforementioned Doyle Wiley, um, Shawnee Doyle played well in patches at centre forward, and of course, Fitzgerald gave it to the force at, at corner forward. But um, given what happened last night in that group, it's all to play for, you know. And I suppose we have to give credit to the, the men down the road, down by Lockdark. A magnificent display down in Bradford last night from Ogunlo, who got over the challenge uh, of Tuller, you know, and they topped the group tonight and Tuller at the bottom and very few would have expected that at the start of the weekend. Yeah, but I suppose we did cover Ogunlo in the full we'll safe for their Junior A Championship last year and their subsequent run in Munster. And I mean, they are a fair team when they get going, Ogunlo. Yeah, and you know, like that that standard in the Munster Champ- Club Championship was very high last year. Like they really, uh, well, you know, the only game they got in the Junior A Championship really was against Clooney, and you know they won, they got that over next time. But they were brilliant against Crochine in the Junior A final. You know, they played very well against the Waterford champions in Six Mile Bridge in the Munster Club. You know, and win extra time against the Tipperary champions who ran Betty Giblin from Cock very close, and Betty Giblin have two players on Cock senior panel. You know, so yes. it, it was. Um, you know, they they were very close last year, so they, they were playing at a high standard. And if they could drive on uh, this year, which they did, and have driven on, they had a very good league campaign. And, you know, people might say Tola might have underestimated them. Maybe they did. But, you know, we're all going to, you know what you're going to get there. It's to give your performance a full value. Look, they got the break yesterday evening. They got a goal, a fortuitous goal. But, you know, in all, in, in all intents and purposes, uh, fully deserve another victory. And it sets it up quite nicely for an East Clare battle in, in a couple of weeks' time between Barak and Ogunlaw at a venue to be decided. And that's not a game to be missed by anyone, to be, to be honest about no, it. No, and I don't think we on Scarif Bay Community Radio will miss it. I think the, the intermediate championship from the point of view of competition and, and, you know, being and local derbies and everything is going to be absolutely brilliant this year. Um, it'll rival the oh, senior it, championship it, in intensity, you know, and, and rivalry and, and hopefully skill as well. 
I, I like even looking at the game today, there was some great score, you know, top class scores. You know, it, it was tight to the finish. It was in warm conditions. You know, the same down in in Bradford last night. You know, there was another game in 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 um, Newmarket today where there was a six forty six score between the two teams. You know, and. and Pertin came out with a six-point differential over Ryan. So, look, the intermediate championship and the, the, the for Petty Brown, the run for Petty Brown, is always one of the hardest championships they've ever been. That's well known, you know. And with your Tuller, we're going to learn break in, 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 and along with Ryan Nikilamon and one group. That's three East Clare teams. Like, and you wouldn't know who'd come out of, who'd come out of that. Like, do you know what I mean? I suppose they're going to learn in pole. They're already in pole position now. There's no doubt about that. Yes. But like uh, other teams that have other teams that have said Tulla, St. Joseph's, Corofin, you know, Rowena probably are in, ter- in terms of purpose out now. Corofin will have a bit to say. You know what I mean? Tubber, Tubber set out their sites there. The Beatle Callens Mill Street 28 as Petro maybe said there to 13 points. That's right. That's seen yes. as a major, a major, a major um, intent on Tubber's part. And they've always, they're always knocking around at the end of the championship. Never seem to get over it, but they're always there. Mm. And it's know. their so, first look, team, of course. Uh, Kitty, it's it, their first team. Like yeah. Kilanina yesterday, even disappointing against Joseph's, but Kilanina just gone through a very, very bad patch. Numbers just there and didn't compound it with injuries. They just don't have enough players uh, to compete at, at this level at the moment, you know. So, but you'd hope in all into that they would uh, hopefully keep their status and maybe build with some of them younger players that are going to come through. You know, it's hard for them up there. But, you know, as you said, Jim, the intermediate championship, one of the hardest championships mm-hmm. of all. You know, full of endeavour. There's no doubt about that, and uh, it t- it takes a very good team to win it. As you know, Scarif yeah. won it a couple of years ago. Um, Killaloo won it last year. You know, so it is. Um, well, it's a yeah. it's a brilliant championship. You know, and, and ta- talking about senior teams and how how difficult it is to win the Paddy Brown Cup. Um, the, and the, bearing in mind that uh, two teams are going to be relegated this year, uh, the, they'll all be trying to avoid that dreaded drop because there's no guarantee that you'll come back anywhere, anytime soon uh, if you go into that, we'll say, maelstrom of the Intermediate Championship. But it's, it wasn't a great um, weekend for East Clare teams in the Senior Championship. No, no, Jim, it was a it was a very poor weekend in in fair, and I suppose really I look at I'm going back. I suppose I'm going lower the team of the year, uh, team of the weekend for East Clare. There's no doubt about that. But you know, for all these Clare teams, like you had Scarif, Scarif, I put up a poor performance yesterday against Clooney. You know, defeated one sixteen to thirteen points, and we were we were expecting that Scarif would get over the line in that one. But you know, they started off quite comfortable, and then you know that goal that goal from Shane Harrison kind of cha- changed the game, and then. You know, the, the penalty save from a brilliant, in fairness, an absolutely outstanding save from the uh, Clooney goalkeeper who was imperious in goals yesterday. And uh, who was, who was Hogan, your man you know, of the match? From, uh, yeah, he was. I, I thought the amount of saves and catches and his distribution and everything was, was first yesterday, yesterday. And, you know, he's an experienced keeper. Um, you know, his three All-Ireland medals have won at under-21 level. You know, so the quality the quality is, is, is high there, you know. So, you know, I think he put, him, put himself maybe in the frame to be uh, maybe getting a, a look in at a clear panel again. You know, there's no yes. doubt about that. Um, we were talking today, also, I was talking to Brendan about the um, last year where Scarif um, played Wolf Tones in the first round and it, it was a bit reminiscent of that uh, today or yesterday yeah. when, when they didn't and of course Smith O'Brien's had the, very, the same experience um, yesterday also. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And Wolfton seemed to like playing in O'Garney Park. There's no doubt about it, especially in first rounds anyway. They turned over Scarif last year and turned over Smith O'Brien's yesterday. And look, we all see what, what way uh, Scarif turned out after that last year. They were all the unscoring difference, missed out the quarter final. And they absolutely learned an awful lot from the match, losing the first round to Wolfton's and went on and improved imperiously and played, had a great win over Clarecastle and arguably gave their best performance against uh, the Rain and County champion Six Mile Bridge. You know, so you'll be hoping that maybe. That, um, that will rub off again this time and that they'll use that to their experience you know but having said that Clooney Clooney were full value for their win yesterday and uh, you know they got their match they got their matchups right and their moves like of course they had in they had your man Ryan Taylor in midfield who I thought was absolutely brilliant in the middle of the field and we just, just had no answer to him and they put him in full forward and then of course you have Peter Duggan and he was never going to stay quiet for the for the full match you know and my only problem with Scarif, I thought just at half as you have a player like Mark Rogers and he's inside full forward and the ball not going in, you know, it's just um you need you need him and get you know, they brought him out, but you know, every time he moved it was two or three after him, you know what I mean? And they're going to need more of um more people to more stand up. 
Yeah, I, I think so. But look at a lot of them are young too, and they they will improve. There's no doubt about that. But yes. and another thing was like you know they just seem to Clooney just seem to glide through the scallop defence yesterday at times as if they weren't there, you know. And it would be a concern. But look, there's two weeks to there's two weeks to to, to, to iron up on that, and uh, you could you'd never know what would happen the next day. Yes. Like Erogan Kilmady played yesterday evening to so a high quality game in Cusick Park. A high scoring you know, game. You'd, you'd have, yeah, you'd have, you'd have to say that look, both, both Clooney and Scaliff are going to have to improve. I'm not flat if they're going to put up these, these two teams. Mm-hmm. You know, but look. Because there was, um, there was nothing between Kilmady and Erog yesterday. 3.18 three no, yeah. to 3.15, a win for Kilmady. So uh, the, 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 neither yeah. of those teams are weak. No, and Erogue Erogue give Kilmele uh, maybe an eleven point lead as well, and you know they they were lucky. They nearly, they very nearly. I thought they were going to snatch it. Oh, you know, but um, it, it is a tough group. There's no doubt about that. It is a tough group for team for um for for Scarif and Clooney. You know, but Clooney, you know, it will be. You could see yesterday even they were quite buoyant after getting. You know, they were in a relegation battle last year, and they are they are back this year. They have points in the board, and you know when you have points in the board, it's always easier to prepare for the next game. You know, but. Yes. Look, it was always going. It's always going to come down to the second game, anyway. You know, so look, it is very much as it is. Just that you can't. That cushion of the first day is gone. Then you turn to the Wicket game against Newmarket, and of course, Wicket were dealt to blow pre-match with the loss of Brendan Bugder. Look at one of the top players in 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 the in not really, you know, who has been a tremendous servant to Wicket, and he'd be lost to any team, you know. But then to, when he went, when he didn't line out in the half back line, but I thought they were getting on well. But I thought a major turning point for me was the loss of Thomas Holland at centre forward. The man was absolutely, I thought, all over the place, winning ball, laying off ball. You know, he was a handful for the for the Newmarket defence, and he went off with it with the, the hamstring in the injury. He went off with a hamstring injury. Then after that, and 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 you know he was he was a loss, and then of course they lost Ruben Nice to the red card in just on half time, which was you know, a, a double a yellow. Who, I thought, yeah, double yellow. I thought Crimmins from the market in, and Crimmins who I thought was brilliant all through, raced through, and uh, turned Dylan White raced through and went in, and Ruben came out. I felt he had no option but to stop him maybe at the time, but you know. The, the referee then just decided Charlotte Donald decided second yellow and Ruben had to go and after that really the market just took over completely and Wycott could not get past that dominant half back line you know where Gilfile and, and, and Barrett you know were absolutely Pollock McMahon was outstanding James McInerney at full back was outstanding you know but I suppose if you were to look at Wycott yesterday one of the one of the pluses was the performance of um, a young player making his debut to debut Conor Whelan. I thought he was absolutely, uh, you know, he gave it everything for Viking. He's one for the future. Yes. You know, just asking a lot of a young lad at that age to take on seasoned senior players, you know. But look, he they will be better for that too. And, you know, doesn't look at Viking have been in this situation so many times before and they always come back with the answers. You know, but look, it's a it's a it's a member task from now. You know, looking at that looking at that group, and you look at the result in, in Cusick Park today, where Fiekel, who had a great win over Clanlara last week, took on Six Mile Bridge, and Six Mile Bridge like was only like um, a meaning in buys game, really. You know what I mean? And not been showing any you know disrespect to Fiekel or anything like that, but they seem to be in Cusick Park today, way out of their depth altogether. One thirty-one to thirteen points said it all. You know, thirty-one mm. points in any in any game, you might get thirty-one points in a training session. You know, but look at people who say right off the bridge, you're right off the bridge at your peril. You know, and they have two games won. They've beaten no market. They've beaten Fiekel. They're in poor position already to get through. You know, so you can see why could have to play these yet. So you can see formidable tests ahead. But look at no better team to when you think they're down and Wycott will one thing for sure with Wycott they'll always give it their all Jim uh, mm. and they won't be found wanting and look at their brilliant management team in terms of Fahey leading the challenge down there you know as we know many who led St. Joseph and Tullet to a hearty success like you know so he against the odds he he will know what he's up, up against you know my only fear is that their panel just isn't big enough maybe to cope with the stronger senior teams at, at this moment in time I know it looks at this stage I suppose that fecal Whitegate match is shaping up to be a, a crucial game from the point certainly from the point of view of East Clare Oh, it is. Every game is crucial, but you see, again, Jim, points on the board are crucial and Fiekel have the, the, have that two points in that ma- ma- massive win over Clanlara. And, you know, that could have taken a lot out of them too, you know, going yes. today, playing the six-mile bridge. You know, maybe it was a free shot from really, you know, but yeah. they didn't look at the races today and, and subsequently, you know, some of their points were at the end of the game when, when maybe the bridge intensity had dropped quite a bit, you know. And having said that, one of the Fiekel scores came from the goalkeeper, you know. So, yes. Um, 
you, you know, that's where you're, you're look at there is a gap. There's no doubt about that. But look, conditions were good today. You, you, in a couple of weeks' time, you wouldn't know what you'd be facing in, you know. And look at people. At least they've they've two weeks to prepare for this one, and they can yeah. dust themselves down, put today consign today to history. As can all these clear teams. And look at hopefully get back on track and yeah. give much better performances in two weeks' time. I suppose Broadford. We had Denny on earlier. They're talking about their their loss to Ballier yesterday. But I suppose it was even though Denny didn't say it now or wouldn't, but it was a bit of a free shot as well for Broadford because I suppose they wouldn't be expected to defeat Ballier one way or the other. No, which are really our 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 reigning and county champions, you know. Yeah. But I think Proffer would have expected to get closer. You know, again, you see you had Claire Kessel and the Mills in that group as well today, you know, and you know, the Mills uh, importantly from Gary Cooney eked out a draw because if they'd lost that game today, they would have been staring relegation in the face. That point that point could be very, very crucial at the end of the day. And you know, a lot of people seem to forget a lot of these games. It's not only points on the board, but the points differential is fierce important as well. And that's where, you know, you have to keep playing to the end and every point is crucial, you know, coming down as like Vic lost out last year to a quarter final spot uh, to, to a scoring difference. Now mm. their scoring difference is after taking some hammering after today. But That's right. you know, if the if the bridge turn on the style, they could do that to anyone. So look, every game every game has to be played out and it's mirrors to the very, very end because every every score is crucial at this stage. It's funny, I remember Scarif's group last year and I think there were three teams on two points, Scarif, Castle and who was the other? I can't remember. Wolf, the Wolf, Wolf, Tones. Wolf, Wolf Tones. And there, were, there literally was only a few points in it uh, that it's, you yeah, know, Wolf it, Tones went up and Clare Castle went down, even though they weren't relegated eventually. But uh, it, it just underlines what you're saying about scoring difference. Yeah, look at your even that last year in Cusick Park. Everyone was looking at the the scores and following scores from other matches, and it was up. One team was up, and the other team was down. As it turned out, no one went down, you know. But uh, it's going to be interesting what, what format they make, even for a relegation match. And people will not want to go into that. But it just shows that the next round of games, well, obviously, obviously with the groups of four, the next the next game is going to be uh, fierce important. The second game hmm. is the same for the groups of five. The next game is fierce important. You know, Clanlara didn't play this weekend, but they're funny enough. They're probably maybe in a better position, maybe going home this evening without playing than they were if they played. You know what yes. I mean? Even though yeah. they have no extra points on the board, you know. But look, it gives them a chance again. They're back in and scoring difference. You know, it's hard to see Clanlara being beaten by. Um, 20 points or more by any team, you know what I mean? Yes, so, yeah. like 131, 34, that, that's, that's 21 points. That's an awful score uh, score line to, to, to bring back it if is. you're trying to get through, especially as a thing. You know, but look, it's in Fiekel's own hands at the moment as mm. they had a free shot as well maybe today. But look, um, they, they will improve the that. They'll, they'll mm. go back and they'll, they'll analyse and see uh, what went wrong now. And I suppose a final game, and I mean, you were you were chatting with this uh, yourself and Pat with with Seamus on Sportsline yesterday, um, and it was an interesting game. Clare Castle against O'Callaghan's Mills, both teams, you know, suffering losses uh, in the first round, and O'Callaghan's Mills, of course, you know, having a change of management and and all that the, the turmoil, I suppose, that that would entail. And uh, they played earlier on today, and they finished level. Yeah, finishes a draw and it keeps both teams intact. Do you know what I mean? And the Mills looking were staring down the barrel of a defeat until Cooney came up with the last winning point. You know what I mean? And that that point could be very significant by the time this is over. And again, you know, scoring difference is going to come down here in this one as well. So again, every 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 score and every point is vital. You know, but if the Mills or Clark Castle had lost that today, they were staring a relegation playoff. There's no in the face. There's no doubt. But that draw and that point from Cooney keeps both teams in even though the pressure is still on both teams uh, to, to survive. But look, look at those going with the games they're in at the moment, there's going to be lots of twists and turns mm. and the championship in Clare is so tight. There'll be lots of twists and turns and, you know, a team that maybe they've got defeated and maybe got defeated poorly over this weekend could, could turn around and, and complete a complete shock the next day or turn around and farm. You just can't judge it, you know, but at yeah. the moment you'd say that looking at the teams, uh, Bellier and, and, and Six Mile Bridge, you know, Cretlow had a free weekend, you know, they all seem to be in, you know, Aina Kilimona got over Crushin, a dog at Crushin challenge, you know, but look, it's all to play for and we look mm. forward, because this is, what, this is what sport is about and it's we look forward totally to all the games in two, in, in two weeks, two weeks, as we do the, the Intermediate Championship and, um, as I, 
you know, you, you have Tulla playing Aina Kilnamona, but I playing uh, Ogunlo the next day. And that'll revive memories for a lot of people. You know, might not be great ones, but uh, it will revive <laughs> memories. And, and you know, but uh, look, it's something, to, it's something to look forward to. There's no doubt about that. Listen, one question I was asked, I, I hopping this off, you know, I was asked this today and I didn't know the answer to it, but someone was asking about the relegation, whether, we'll say the four teams, the four bottom teams go into a relegation situation. Uh, is it a, is it a we'll say semi finals or finals or is there a has it been decided? I wonder is there a group situation? Oh, I, I think I think I think it has been decided, all right, Jim. But I'm not I'm not aware of the answer. Um, yeah. Last year there was so you know there was the whole conundrum of the relegation. Was it a playoff and was it going to be just two semi finals and and and. And then, of course, it turned out to be a playoff. But you see, you have the difference this year of two going down. So yes. I'm not too sure what way is the fairest way. Or they have them. Obviously, they have decided. I'm not. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know the answer to that. I'd, I'd imagine but, in uh, consultation with with the county board's legal personnel, because uh, it's it's certainly well, it'll it have to I, be firm. I'd say that have it well see, signed, seen, and delivered. This one, there's no way they're going to let it go to whatever happened last year, you know. But, no. you know, it is, hard on, it is hard on teams if they go down this year after the fiasco of last year. And it was nothing other than a fiasco, you know, with, with the teams staying up when they were relegated, you know what I mean? And yes. then there should be only, there should this year really have only been one going down, you know. Yes. Now there's the, you know, there's that added of the second one going down. And that, that adds pressure, the different pressure to teams as well, you know. And, yes. you know, that's what, again, Teams that have been relegation placed before will have, you know, obviously we don't know who's going to be in there yet. And we're not going to preempt who's in there yet, but experience have been there before can be very, very crucial. But I don't think anyone, you know, maybe it's looking quite that far at this stage. They'll no. still reckon maybe that they're that they're in line for the, the race for Ken and Hamilton, even at this stage. OK, well, Leo, listen, great talking to you this evening. And uh, I suppose in two weeks time, we'll be doing Camogie as well. So it will be an action packed weekend. Um, oh, yeah, it is, it, is only, it, is, it is only going to get busier, Jim. And, you know, you're talking about the split season. You know that's the, that's the way the GA have gone, and uh, look, clubs are getting their clubs are getting their, their their day in the sun now and in the limelight. And look, isn't that isn't that that's the way they, they were voted? That's the way they voted for it. I know I presume there'll be a bit of tweaking maybe uh, to dates and that next year. You know, it seems very early to have the All Ireland football and, and championship and senior hurling and senior football and that over. But look, yes. uh, the clubs the clubs now are, are carrying the mantle of of the game, and you know. There is a long break for County Hurling till till 2023. So to keep the profile of the hurling up, the clubs have to come up trumps. And you know, with the games we had this weekend, you know, clubs done their best, and the club championship will only get better as the, as the games go on. You know, so yes. look, we look forward to more interesting games in the next upcoming weeks, both in Hurling and in uh, Camogie. Lovely. Well, Leo, uh, sure, we might see you around Scariff this evening uh, to celebrate the end of the festival with the the Kilfenora Cayley Band uh, coming on stage. I think in about half. An hour's time, but uh, listen for the moment. Oh, you, many you, thanks, Jim. Slán before. Slán before. Slán. Okay, that was uh, Leo Doyle, our uh, head of sport here on Scariff Bay Community Radio, and uh, just uh, giving a kind of a roundup of all the games.